Myself, Joe Nagy, Brandon Worth to my left. In the studio, having a good time. It's November 1, the time that we're recording this. Let's just have a great episode because it is a good episode. We got a banger for you, folks. Absolute banger. Ferris State women's soccer players Jesse Bannock, Peyton Price stopped by the show talking about life on and off the pitch. You're going to enjoy that one for sure, mm-hmm. um, as well as a great Ferris State sports recap. A lot to recap, a couple losses and a couple big wins. We'll go over that here in just a bit, as well as a Ferris State sports slate to round out the show oh, at yeah. the end of the episode as oh, well. Yeah. So it's going to be a good one. So... Let's get right into it. Football, gridiron, American International, Brandon, one word, dominance. Dominance, and that's what we expected from this game. 56 nothing. we beat the Yellow Jackets of American International in the first ever meeting between the two schools. Uh, I mean, we really jumped out in a hurry uh, against this team. We were able to put up 21, I believe, um, at least in the first quarter, but I think it was even the first 10 minutes, if you want to be specific, but... Uh, I think dominance was definitely the word. I definitely felt like our game from the very start, um, American International, a team that's still kind of trying to find their mark as a program overall, uh, came in this uh, game with only two wins. But uh, for how we played, especially, we were able to put a lot of new guys in there. We saw some great things overall from the offense, almost over 400 yards total. Uh, and especially from defensively, I thought we had a really good performance. Six turnovers from that defense. That's been a performance we've been really waiting to see mm-hmm. from that secondary and from that pass rush, and especially those guys at the backer position. They played really good, and that was a really good get-back game after kind of what was a really tough game last week up in Holton. Yeah, absolutely. This is what we really like to see. I mean, 21 first downs compared to American International's 11. Only went 3 of 8 on third downs, but keep in mind, we really didn't see third down all that often. So that's what you can really uh, look into that. 445 yards of total offense, 232 yards of passing, 213 yards of rushing. Can you say equal? Because I can. That's what we like to see because we're able to spread it out, get some guys in, played very well. Absolutely. Moving over, a split up in Marquette for hockey. Uh, Win on Friday night in an absolute banger of an overtime. 2-1, Caleb Ergang nets the winner. Uh, Fortunately, fall to the Wildcats 4-1 in that Saturday nightcap, but especially for getting a split against a really good Northern Michigan team that loves offensive just firepower everywhere, Mm -hmm. uh, and especially being able to hold them especially for, I believe it was at least four periods to only one goal. I mean, that's a big win in the book. Obviously, you would love to be able to leave Marquette with six points instead of three. Um, But still, it was a really good performance from that defense. They only had a little bit of a period of let up. But other than that, though, Mm -hmm. still much better than we've done historically in the past up at the Berry Center. Yeah, absolutely. Noah Giesbrecht, day one, or game one, excuse me, getting 31 saves on 32 shots, and then you had 24 saves on 27 shots from Logan Stein. So I think that's some pretty solid improvement. We've been kind of waiting for that from Stein so far. It's just the offense was not as, uh, I guess, productive, as you could say, that second, which, I mean, that happens. Sometimes you just uh, have one of those games uh, when you're uh, playing hockey happens. But we got St. Louis coming to town and then we got Minnesota State after that also in town. So a four-game homestand coming up. Yeah, it should be really good. Really the only difference you can say uh, we were two for two on the penalty kill um, I believe on uh, Friday night. 
Saturday was it we like two for five or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we weren't very good as much on the power play, on the on the penalty kill against a power play. But we can definitely get back at home against St. Lawrence. We hope you see you all there at Angle Glade. It's going to be a good one. We have stuff to work on. So that's the important part. That's true. Great teams always have stuff to work that's on. That's true. That's the thing we got to learn at the end of the day. That so is true. It's good. So anyway, going over to soccer, speaking of which, uh, a tough doubleheader up north at Houghton and Marquette. one nothing losses to the Huskies and the Wildcats. Played really good overall in that game. Um, not necessarily the best, obviously, being able to uh, not able to leave without two W's. But at the end of the day, we played them really tough. It was just the other teams had a brace. Our offense just didn't quite have the answer, mm-hmm. and that's really all it was to it. Yeah, and I think the, we just really couldn't get solid looks. I mean, game one against uh, against the Huskies only got three shots on goal. They got eight shots on goal. Yep. So that's just a tough thing when you got that constant brush. And I think it was pretty much the same uh, situation for uh, the Northern Michigan game. They had 13 shots on goal, I think it was. Yeah, they're good And offense. we only had two. So... Got to set that up just a little bit. And with Saginaw coming, or we have to go to Saginaw for Thursday tomorrow because it's Wednesday by the time we're recording this. Correct. Yeah, Wednesday, yes. November 1. Uh, we will see how they do in that game. I would say this one is going to be one where they'll be able to bounce back, especially with GLIAC tournaments coming up on Monday. Definitely want a little bit of a spark before postseason. Absolutely. Moving in quickly before the interview, we got women's volleyball. Unfortunate five-set loss at Kenosha against the Happens. Rangers. Yeah, it happens. I think that's really all you can say about it. I mean, this team was playing on an absurdly high level. Uh, unfortunately, just had a, a little bit of a little bit of a hiccup, and that's mm-hmm. really all you can say about it. Kenosha got to give them credit. They're a good team. Also, like a lot of people are like Parkside. Yeah, they're number three in the GLIAC overall, only behind GV and us. So they have played really good volleyball, and they were able to get a really good breakout game at home. And yeah. we just weren't necessarily on our A game at the end of the day. And you know what? That just happens to some teams. And I know this team's going to bounce back. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. It's incredibly difficult to go undefeated in conference or just overall in any division of college. And uh, this just happens. I mean, it's not like it's going to derail the season or anything. Coach T is going to get us right. Players are going to get us right. We're going to be ready to go to Grand Valley, take the second one of the Anchor Bone Classic, and then go on to Purdue Northwest that following Saturday. Absolutely. To finish out uh, with good performance there for men's golf over at the Kentucky Wesleyan Whoa. Infight. They did get the Kentucky Fried Chicken there, they Joe. They did. Got a they second did. place finish. Uh, Caleb Bond got, I think, his own bucket of chicken for an in the, uh, yeah, individual family, medalist dude, spot. Family bucket, too. Everybody yeah. eats. Everybody eats for that. So congratulations to him. Back-to-back weeks. A Gleak golfer goes to the Bulldogs. It's with Cameron just Shannon automatic. Week. It's just automatic at this point. Yeah, it was certainly fun. Also, shout out to the alumni that were at the alumni men's basketball game on Sunday. Certainly That's fun sick. to see the highlights of that. And, uh, pre-ranked number one in the GLIAC as well as oh, women's real? number two. So Saw Chloe Adoni was preseason player of the year. Yeah, so Ben Davidson also preseason first teamer. So Whoa. pretty good stuff here from the Accolades on accolades. Yeah, cool stuff for basketball. But anyway, without further ado, we're going to send you the interview room with Jesse Bannock and Peyton Bryce. Yes, yeah, so let's stop waffling around and swing it to the interview. Now joining us here on the show, Jesse Bannock, Peyton Price of Fair State Soccer. Ladies, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. So first question, uh, obviously we're getting a little bit colder out. We were talking a little bit before the interview started. What's it like kind of getting ready to practice, to play, and just deal with being outside in the cold playing soccer? Yeah, I mean, I feel like in Michigan, the fall maybe lasts like a week. So, so that adjustment, it goes from like 75 to snowing, sleep. 30 degrees. So I think just that adjustment we've dealt with in the past, I think that's our biggest strength is the fact that we can just 
yeah. deal with the elements, I guess. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's just been like a clicking time bomb. Like, because I feel like last season, that's all we played in, honestly. Because yeah. I felt like postseason, like when we were doing um, the national tournament and everything like that, it was all snow, sleet, cold weather. So, Bemidji. Yeah, Bemidji. Oh. Just gross. <laughs> gross. Yeah, the, the nightmares are coming back after snowing this morning. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but I mean, especially with you guys uh, getting the new locker rooms, and one of the notable things that was uh, seen was that your motto was put up onto the wall of the right to play in bad weather, especially for you guys as a team. What is it about playing in the elements and just every single imaginably bad element to play soccer in is where you guys find the most success? Um, well, I think it when it's bad weather, it kind of comes down to grit. Um, I think our team has a lot of that. So when it comes down to grit, we tend to come out on top, honestly. Yeah, I mean, also, like, Coach always is just, like, explaining how we have to deal with adversity and things like that. And I think it's more so a mindset of you're going to this game. you got to, like, deal with the controllables, basically. You can't deal with the weather. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know what's going to happen. So it's kind of just, like, dictate what you can the ball's gonna go sliding around everywhere. You're probably gonna go sliding around everywhere. It's just kind of deal with what you can and get the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, for sure. What's your least favorite part about playing in that gross, disgusting weather? Oh, the my extremities, for sure. <laughs> can't feel them. Can't feel the full like, inches I, at all. I, yeah, it's it's a definitely, my care after. definitely my feet. Definitely my feet. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you prepare to play? I mean, especially for um, obviously soccer being like predominantly, you're using your feet all the time, but even yeah. throw-ins and stuff. I mean, if you can't feel your fingers, like how do you guys, how do you guys prepare for like hand warmers? Or <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Last, last year, hand warmers. Yeah. Last year in Bemidji, we had feet warmers, hand warmers. We were sticking hand warmers like in our sports bras. Like yes. we probably uh, each had yeah. about ten on us. Yeah. Wow. And the toe yeah. warmers, toe warm- but they yeah. wouldn't work. No. It, none of it works. At the end of the day, it's just gonna be more of a effect at that point. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say kicking a soccer ball at that with temperatures gonna be like a yeah. cinder block at that point. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. I could I could not imagine. But especially for for you guys, obviously Gliak is gonna be coming up here and with the postseason, especially for how your guys' seasons went. What are some of those things that you're looking forward to? maybe getting a little bit better at over the next couple weeks and what are you hoping to really get going into this tournament and getting some momentum here at the last last game of the regular season coming up Thursday? Yeah, I mean, I think playoff time is just a whole different a whole different ball game. Like obviously another thing that's happened to us a lot in the season is we've tied a lot of games, which is not not great. We struggle to put the ball in the back of the net at times and and every tie to us is a loss. It's, it, feels it feels like, like a, a loss. loss. Sure, like, sure. Sometimes you tie, it feels like a win for us. When we have tied, it has felt like yeah. a loss. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. So I think the fact, too, with playoffs, like you can't tie games. Like yeah. you need to go into overtime. There's going to be a shootout if you keep tying. So I think that will hopefully turn into our favor or yeah. like at least I think we've also been trying out a lot of new like formations and different like different people combinations different of people yeah. so i think kind of the finding the right niche for us is is the goal for sure yeah absolutely and we were talking again before we turn the mics on but you guys gotta have like a little soccer house going on now what's it like being able to just <laughs> be with your teammates another little bit of the day just basically 24 7. yeah i mean i like it because obviously i've lived with peyton my entire time here Since we came in together yeah we've been together with dorms Campus Creek For and now the years, house. Yep. And then this house, there's seven of us girls on the team. Oh dang. Yeah. And it's wow. it's a great time. Yeah. Honestly. It's a blast. It's just nice to 
have a change of scenery too from Campus yeah. Creek. Like mm-hmm. we lived there for three years, so it's nice to come back from practice, debrief, debrief, <laughs> just hang out. Like yeah. You're never bored. That's no. for sure. Yeah. What's the biggest difference between apartment living and being in a house? Um, excessive garbage accumulation. <laughs> That's so <laughs> true, though. Yeah, that is so true. true. We have really to true. contact the city to get yes, out of the garbage. I can. have talked to the lady that works. In the- <laughs> yeah, it, it does get out of hand. Yeah. Um, that also. It's nice because we can have our entire team over. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't yes. feel crowded. Like, yes. we will have our team over a lot on Sundays. We'll like get together, whatever. And it's nice because we can. We're not all crammed into a little tiny family room right. mm-hmm. in an apartment. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And especially for you guys, a very competitive team as it is on the field. But then if you guys well, meet up at the house, does it get a little more? Is there ever like board games where, you know, there could be potential <laughs> pawns being thrown against the wall? Or is it a little too competitive? Definitely. I mean, we just have some really strong personalities on our team. Yes, sure, sure, sure. But yeah, every it, team does. it it works. Like yeah. I think everyone. The good thing about our team is I think everyone. Obviously, we all love each other, but everyone's kind of found their little like, not click, but their group of people that they yeah. like just collect around. And I think that's what we found even in our house. Like we live with few like juniors yep. and stuff. So just younger girls too that like. We have that like three different yeah. grades. We have three in our different class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In our so, house, I mean, so I think we just kind of know the tendencies of some individuals. Sure, sure. Know how to deal with it. We're pretty, we're pretty tight. We, we're, we yeah, we're read, close. Yeah, we can read each other. So oh, if, that's if good. things get too intense, we know. You know. Yeah, you I'm guys. Gonna the, you, I'm gonna be the bigger person. You guys yeah, yeah, yeah. go back to your room and yeah. shut the door. For yeah, I'll go to my room. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I know personally. Short story that my at my house at one point with the cross guys, we were playing Catan one night and ended up getting thrown <laughs> into the window. So I just figured I'd ask that question, but no, that's that's fun. That's cool. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, me and my roommates we play Mario Party. We're not even athletes, but it gets pretty crazy. <laughs> Mario Party, of course. Yeah, sometimes. So obviously, a postseason coming up. Gonna have to travel for one of the games. What's it like to you know? Basically, just get on the bus. What's some remedies that you have to kind of maybe minimize what it's like to have those hours on the bus and just having to, you know, sit around for the travel? Oh, well, a lot of our team really likes TikToks. If that's what yes. we're talking about, pastimes, our team loves to make TikToks. Yeah, that's where we do our TikTok digging. <laughs> yeah. We will make TikToks. Or for me personally, I feel like I'm so busy. Like, I mean, we're, we're pretty busy people every yeah. day. So sometimes when I get on the bus, I'm like, oh. Five hours just to sit and them. do nothing. Sometimes yes. I don't even sleep. I'm just like, I can just sit here. Snack stash. Snacks. Homework. Yeah. Sometimes then, we'll talk. Yeah, sometimes we'll sometimes. chat. <laughs> we have, we do a lot of talking, though. Yeah, so, do. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't relax. Mind. I, don't I do a lot of homework, yeah, too, on the bus, honestly. Like, we are busy gals. <laughs> and I feel like yeah. downtime is a lot of the time just homework. Yeah, yeah. For I, sure. don't, I don't mind the long the long bus rides, yeah. honestly. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned snack time. It's just past lunch. Now I'm feeling hungry, but I have to ask, like, what are some of the, the go-to snacks on the bus rides? Do you guys always <laughs> share crispy. snacks or is it it's necessarily like everyone a, has their own? We have, like, a tub in the front of the bus. Okay, yeah. We have, like, Rice Krispie Treats. Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Bag fruit chips, snacks. Fruit snacks. Like, of course, water. Yeah. Um, and then everyone yeah. usually brings their, like, favorite snack. And then yeah. we're like, the go-tos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll share. We'll little, share. Little black market trade. <laughs> yeah. Caramel <laughs> apple pops. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's so or, good. Like, or, like, parents will bring, like, 
brownies. Some of the girls oh. treats after the game. And we're yeah. like passing yeah. it around. Like Drop this. the care package off. Yes. That's always yeah. a good time. It's, it's always a good time. In life. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But uh, especially kind of transitioning, obviously, you guys, student athletes, talk a little about the athlete part, but the student part as well. I just here, I understand you're in business as well, Peyton, you've been engineering. I mean, just talk about your guys' academic experience as well and juggling that with practices and games along the way, too. Um, me personally, I think being a student athlete has helped me in my academics. I think like it has motivated me throughout the years to get the good grades, you know, because our team has always had like a high cumulative GPA. So mm -hmm. that's always like, you know, kind of pushes you a little bit. And then just like, I, I mean, we have games on the weekends. We don't, we don't go out much, like, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, we have the yeah. weekends to study, do homework, really focus in and like, honestly, just being like living with them. We're always downstairs at the table doing homework, whatever, mm -hmm. studying. And I don't know. It's kind of it's definitely pushed me to do better. Helps keep you grounded. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I, I do think I feel like athletes I've noticed just do have a certain type of personality of just like almost an intrinsic motivation to like get things done. And I'm not saying everyone I've met is like fully motivated, but I know like a lot of us are just driven to like get our things done regardless of like external factors. We just like want to get good grades for the sake of getting good grades. I think also like for me, I did a bachelor's in finance and now I'm pursuing my MBA. I think it's just like my time here now that I've taken my fifth year and stuff, I'm just like pushing to like go make some use out of like still yeah, yeah. being here you know obviously want to get my mba and get more out of being here at ferris and academically and stuff so for sure yeah having that time management kind of really taught to you with sports yeah, for right. certainly for sure a right. major factor what's uh what are you guys trying to do after especially with your degrees being i mean going for an mba and stuff like what's the plan for when you have to hang out the cleats i will <laughs> loaded question first my mindset is Speaking back on to weather, I want to get out of Michigan, hopefully. Oh, okay. <laughs> just for even, I mean, I love Michigan, but I think for a certain amount of time, just like maybe experiencing some sunshine year round. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with my with my um, major finance, I feel like there's a lot of opportunities just in the business world. It's not really like centralized into a specific industry or area. I feel like you could work for multiple different companies. Mm -hmm. So I guess there's opportunities anywhere and I guess it's more of where do I want to go is the question. Yeah, yeah. Big time. I think yeah. it's reasonable that you don't want to wake up in October midway through yes. and have four inches of snow. Thank I think that's you. normal. Thank you. For me, I, I don't actually know where I want to live yet. I think I'm just gonna go where the wind takes. <laughs> That's know, respectful too. But, okay. um, I have done an internship uh, on the east side of Michigan for mm -hmm. the past three summers, and I did get an offer there. But you know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to keep looking sure. for jobs. And I definitely that's what I've been kind of looking into is different jobs and where I can go. And I don't know, stressful times. Yeah, high sure. time high demand. Female. Engineer. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it does help. Does help. I say they'll be knocking on your door. They'll yeah, that's what I'm saying. Plenty of offers on the table yeah. for sure. But uh, thank you both, ladies, for coming on the show. Last question for you: We love to ask all the athletes and staff we bring on the show. What's your favorite thing about being a Ferris State Bulldog? Oh, I'll go first. Oh, you go first. Oh, yeah. Yo, you, you answered quick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, saying, but you had, you had I that mean, one in the chamber. Really I mean, quick. Do a coin flip real quick. <laughs> 
I'd, I'd piggyback off of that. Like, I think it's just the whole athletic environment. Like, I we're very close with all the athletes here, and it's nice. You see everyone on campus. You're, you're like always running into someone, saying hi. Like, I just think it's a very family oriented place. Mm-hmm. Personally. For sure. Yeah, I mean, just even going back to why I came here in the first place, I think, I mean, personally, I made the decision for a number of factors to come here, but like it was mainly because I felt like the culture with the team and the girls and just even noticing when I came on my visits, their relationships with other teams and like how it just did, like Peyton said, feel like a family environment. So I think it's just an honor to be a part of the Bulldog community. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so cool, so cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, both you and hopefully you guys do well with Gleag Postseason coming up and make a long run. Awesome, yeah. thanks for thank having you. us. Big shout out to Jesse and Payton for stopping by. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any other great interviews coming up as well as great episodes all together. Before you go, we'll give you the Fair State Sports Slant here, courtesy of FairStateBulldogs.com. Starting on Thursday, women's soccer at University Center against Saginaw Valley State. They'll play against the Cardinals at 1 p.m. Over on Friday, men's basketball uh, is in action at home. They're going to be hosting Calvin at 5 o'clock in Wink Arena. Be there, be square. Uh, women's volleyball at Grand Valley State, who down in Allendale, 6 o'clock first serve there. And men's ice hockey, 707, St. Lawrence, Engelglaben. That's going to be a good one. Joe, hit us with Saturday. All right, November 4th, here's what's coming at you. Men's cross country, Brandon and the crew is heading to the Midwest Regional, along with women's cross country as well. Yes, sir. Love to see you, Brando. Hopefully you run well. Football is going to be at Davenport. 12 p.m. kickoff. You can check that out on Flow Sports or listen live uh, for Robin Sandy on that call. Women's volleyball is at Purdue Northwest at 3 o'clock. You can check that out on Flow Sports. Men's ice hockey is closing out the two-day double dip against St. Lawrence at 6.07. Puck drop. Very much looking forward to that game. It should be two wins. This team is going to go on a roll. You can count that. Put her at the bank. And then women's soccer, starting off the GLIAC tournament quarterfinal. TBA, TBD, where they're going to be playing app. That's going to be Monday on the 30th. Yeah, projections will probably say they'll be on the road either way. But you can still follow along with the game, fairstatebulldogs.com, for that information as well. But before we go, I mean, especially with this loaded schedule we got here, Joe, what's the what's the main matchup that you're eyeing up here from this Fair State Sports Uh Well, you know me. Uh, I mentioned it before that I was looking for hockey to get a sweep. I think it's very doable to do so this weekend. St. Lawrence is coming to town. I think it's going to happen because... You look at St. Lawrence's schedule so far. They are only, I think, one four and one. Their only win was their first game of the season against RIT, who is not a very good team in uh, in their own right. And then you also lost to Lake Superior State. Uh, you also lost to Michigan Tech, uh, or excuse me, tied to Michigan Tech at St. Lawrence. And uh, hockey, I feel like you can take a lot of good things out of that Northern Michigan game, especially you're coming back to host it. I think you're going to be doing really solid in front of a home crowd that's ready to cheer you on and for some good wins to come up, especially with Minnesota State coming up. Hockey's getting the sweep against St. Lawrence. Good, That's my call. Good call, partner. I would, of course, talk to about regionals, but being uh, being a little biased about that, of course, they're gonna, you're going to see some raging times from Angel Mountain. I can promise you that. 
Uh, I'm really looking forward to see how soccer plays at Saginaw Valley. That'll be a big mm. game, especially momentum-wise going into the GLIAC postseason. I mean, that's a really big game for them. I mean, especially it determines seating on who they're going to play. Um, so obviously want to get as high up as we can in the standings uh, so we have a favorable matchup. But it's going to be a fun one nonetheless on the whole Fair State Sports Slate. You can catch us every single week to find out more as well as more interviews with staff, players, and coaches coming up on Apple, Spotify, and even on YouTube You can check out best bits and full episodes from the show, and there's certainly going to be some great ones coming up. But until next time here on Behind the Bulldogs, take care, everybody.